Welcome to the TV show show. I'm Brittany. Hi. I'm Rob Schulte. Guess what, Rob? What? Tell me. Graham's here. Whoa. Graham, introduce yourself. Hey guys, I'm here. I'm Graham. Hi, I'm uh, I'm Brittany's uh, brother. <laughs> Long-time listeners will understand the excitement that is being felt on studios across America today. And when I mean across America, I just mean New York and Los Angeles. You know what Graham's presence means, right? Graham brought presents? Yeah. Yeah, Graham bought us gifts, but his presence indicates that it's our season finale. So this is a season Mm -hmm. two finale. We just had to go with tradition. And have Graham back. Tradition. Tradition. Yeah. Tradition. I mean, uh, as, lo- as long as it's Fiddler on the Roof, I'm here. So that's what we're covering, right? We're, we're going to yeah. talk about Fiddler on the Roof the entire time. A girl can dream. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me back. Uh, Graham, you're always welcome back. Although you felt like maybe uh, it could have been too exciting. You you were like, well, maybe we shouldn't do it. I'm not sure if the audience is ready for me once more. Well, you guys bring so much to the table, and uh, I just, I'm like, hey, I want to keep coming back. You know, I want to keep on uh, bringing what you guys bring, and uh, I, I, I have a respect for your audience, and uh, I like being a mystery. I just like being someone that's discussed, <laughs> but every time I come out, I don't know if I could live up to the hype. Dude, you totally do. Last time you talked about lighting in Dawson's Creek. Like, that's just, you brought so much to the table. Imagine, like, Rob and I pushing our chips into the middle of the table, and it's like, that's a lot to bring to the table. But then you come in and, like, atomic elbow the table and crack it in half. You create a whole new gambling sport. (laughs) Well, thank you. Now, we've chosen to go a different direction than we've ever gone before on this program. And, Graham, that's thanks to you. We, and Brittany, your brilliant idea of letting Graham pick the episode. Yeah. I was on shaky ground. I was fearful, but I'm Mm -hmm. excited with where we landed. He's like, what if he picks Matlock? And I'm like, I promise you he won't. Okay. (laughs) You have my guarantee. We have one veto. I mean, Matlock, I feel like I would like to watch now because all I remember it being is like sleepy old people TV. Yeah. (laughs) But now watching, you're like, oh, man, Matlock's a badass. You're like, I can relate. I can relate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sleepy old person. I can't wait to be that spry when I'm 100. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys giving me the chance. Uh, I mean, I had a couple of ideas, but. uh, Yeah, tell us about your journey. So, yeah, I mean, it's I really like the shows that you cover and everything. And uh, I, I really kind of like looking back at stuff we grew up with. You know, I think I originally pitched you guys, maybe we'll do the dinosaurs season finale. But then I saw that, like, there was already a lot of writing about it. And, Hmm. you know, yeah, and I don't I didn't really watch dinosaurs when I was I mean, a little bit. But I the show that I love the most in the 90s was Batman, the animated series. Oh, yeah. I would rush home after school. And this is kind of when things are a little crazy. Uh, I used to just do my homework right after school because I'm a good boy, <laughs> but Batman started coming the, it was like, let's say like three o'clock and I got home like at two fifty five. homework started waiting. Oh man. 
Yeah. Homework was pushed until after Batman. Well, Batman was teaching you street smarts, right. where homework was teaching you book smarts. And exactly. Was was Batman okay? Was Batman and then homework, or was it Batman and then Spider Man and then um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Oh, <laughs> right. And then the homework, yeah. or was that just me? Because I actually never did homework. <laughs> right. I think it was that. Yeah, I kind of blend in Spider Man and yeah. X Men. Oh, the yeah. animated series. But, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. yeah. But Batman was king. It kind of, uh, it taught me a lot about, you know, you know, cool story time. Whenever I think of Batman, no matter what, no matter all the movies, it still comes back to the animated series for me. So. Totally. Oh, it's a classic. And set in its own reality, which I loved outside of other cartoons. I also have a memory of the neighbor kids watching Batman, the animated series. And I was over at their house and, you know, I, I, it was not constantly on in my house and I don't know why, but I would always watch it at my neighbor's house. And I remember one time, I believe it was a Clayface episode, Batman Mm -hmm. broke into a building to gather some files to help right a wrong. As he, as he does. Yes. He, they go, you know, that's illegal, what Batman's doing. <laughs> and I was so confused at how a crime fighter could break the law. They're they're trying to make something right. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, sometimes I guess it's that old omelet phrase. What's that? Got to crack a couple of safes, a couple of locks. To get a to bad guy. Crack, crack a couple of eggs. Ew, crack a leg. What brought you to the episode in question, which have we revealed? Season one, episode 30? We haven't. Tiger, Tiger. I mean, this is one that I remember very vaguely because it's such a weird episode. It really and, is. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird like departure. They're not in Gotham. And I was like, man, I want to go back <laughs> and revisit this. And my buddy growing up, Ryan and I used to watch Batman and we'd be like, oh, that's a cool poem. It has a poem. It's named after William Blake's uh, The Tiger poem. That was my first like literary introduction. I'm like, man, I'm learning about literature from Batman. Anyways. Deep. But I wanted to go back because I'm like, obviously, it's not as deep as I think it was when I was like, you know, 10 years old or whatever. Well, and I think spelling tiger with a Y makes any 10 year old think it's got to be deeper than it is. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. It was like a big question mark. I'm like, what? I remember it being a weird episode. I remember it kind of being a little funky. And rather than just kind of doing the usual Batman, you know, bust the Joker trying to rob a bank so he can make a giant balloon that's shaped like his face and spray gas all over Gotham, which is a great, great story. I was like, sure. What's, what's up with this weird tiger, tiger uh, memory? Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen this one before? Do you remember seeing it? I had not. If you recall, I was um, I was there. We only had one TV, so. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And you know what's crazy? It's like I totally deferred to grandma on television, which I mean, I, I don't even think, did I ever even have a problem? We never fought over the remote or anything. I was just like on, <laughs> I'm in it to win it. I'm on the journey. I'm like, who's that? Mm-hmm. What did he say? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, thank you. I love that watching Batman the Animated Series is being in it to win it. <laughs> but yeah. I'm right there with you because I feel like I'm a part of it and that we can all win it on today's episode. Yeah. You want to do, do it? Let's do it. Let's win it. 
The synopsis of this episode is that when the mad doctor Emil Dorian kidnaps Selena Kyle, also known as the Catwoman, mm-hmm. Batman tracks her to a remote island. There, Batman discovers that Selena has been genetically altered to become a Catwoman of a more literal nature. Meant as a gift to Dorian's most prized creation, a hulking cat-like being named Tigris. Dorian pits Batman against Tigris across the island until Tigris finally declares independence, turns against his master, and offers Selina a genuine choice, leading to a poignant finale. Wow. Yeah. Is it his master or his dad? Oh, God. It, there's a lot of daddy issues in yeah, this episode. a lot of dad stuff. Let's dive in. Okay, we start off at the zoo. After hours. No. Were you expecting this? No. It was actually, it started yeah. with the bank robbery. Oh, the good old Batman intro. Yeah. The Batman intro, correct. Yeah. I am corrected. Yes, yeah. classic. This is embarrassing Batman credits. Well, this one they took from the movie. What will it start from the beginning? They changed the theme song after I don't know, maybe it was the first or second season, but this is from the Tim Burton Batman hmm. that they basically just kind of lifted it. So they were kind of leaning on the Michael Keaton Batman to really get the whole series going. So wow. So after the first season or two, and I'm sure there's some super Batman fans that know, but it go, they get their own theme song. But this one that you hear is the Tim Burton Batman. They also feature guns in the opening, which they had a yes. fight for. It's a big deal for kids' shows. And now, in retrospect, it's kind of crazy. It is its own world. Uh, Brittany, did the intro uh, evoke anything in your childhood lizard brain? Well, of course. It's like the back of my hand, bizarrely. I'm like, why is that taking up space in my brain and memory? But it's fine. <laughs> well, I was surprised, like, going back, I'm like, oh, this is super stylized. Oh, yeah. I forgot how kind of cool it still looks after like, all this Like, you're time. wasting that on children? <laughs> yeah. It exists outside of time. Like, it doesn't matter that some of the stuff is dated, you know, it like architecture or whatever. It's like, this is a thing you could watch at any point in time and not care that there's no cell phones. Right. But there is. Uh, there are. <laughs> True. But it sets you up for, like, you, you know what's ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of this first scene where they're at the zoo. And middle of the night. You know, the best time to go visit. So, Selena Kyle is at the zoo in the middle of the night. And I'm not sure if the zoo is supposed to be closed. Right. She's all by herself. I think it is because there's like a security guard with a flashlight. And to mm-hmm. me, that signifies closed down. I'm searching for intruders. Yeah. <laughs> Could just keep the lights on and just be really sure. But Selena's really into a tiger, though. Yeah, which I think uh, I didn't realize until after I finished the episode. They're really trying to set up like her kind of like weird affection for cats. That it's not just like she's a cat person, that she has like a she's really personalizing this tiger and the the pit. Loves the feline. Mm -hmm. And then you must have to ask, is it the lady or the tiger? Mm. Anyway, Mm -hmm. she's attacked by an ape man. He shoots a tranquilizer dart at her neck. Yeah, 
and it, she's like a boss though. She's just like, huh? And she pulls it out of her neck and she's like, great. I just got tranquilized. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like looking at him and he's really ugly. And I was thinking, I'm like, is this like her vision? <laughs> like, cause you're getting tranquilized. <laughs> like, is he just like busted because of her vision being altered? Just like really fucked up. Yeah. This is kind of blurry. <laughs> But she's like, I won't let yeah. you hurt the tiger. And he's like, I'm not here for the tiger. So I guess the implication yeah, is that he you. is there for, yeah, he's there for her. I was really surprised the gorilla voice actor, I can't find who he is, but he sounds so familiar, like from the area of cartoons, like from the 80s yeah, and like 90s. He probably also voiced Doug or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just has like this, like, uh, I can't even do it, but it's like a very villain voice that you would see on cartoons in the 90s. And I'm like, man, that guy was just like on every episode. Famous. Like, what happened yeah. to that dude? I want that job. <laughs> but the other thing, too, is like this weird, the security guard finds them after he's uh, tranked Selena. And at first he's like, all right, Romeo, <laughs> enough of that. And it's like yeah. this weird, like, uh, uh, date rape scene. <laughs> yeah. Like who wants to go to the, the zoo and like, uh, get a little frisky. The ape guy is carrying the lady. He runs past the security guard, like just like flings him into the tiger pit. Like that didn't take any strength at all. Mm -hmm. He's just like, he flicked him into the tiger pit. The guy falls in the water and the tiger is standing over him and you think that he's going to die. He's basically begging for his life. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was done. Me too. When they broke the commercial, I was like, that dude's a dead dude. He's yeah. just going to be eaten by a tiger. That's one way to go. Yeah, but no one dies in cartoons. And I had to remember that because I kept thinking people were going to die, but I forgot <laughs> no one dies in cartoons. <laughs> right. No, when the next scene opens up and it's like that theater or whatever, does it, is it called the Beret Rouge Club? Oh. I was like, that's like Red Hat. Like, can you? <laughs> Red Hat Club. <laughs> Bruce Wayne was looking hunky. Yeah, he's a beefy boy. He's got those cartoon broad shoulders that is just like, Three times the width of his waist. <laughs> so he's at the Beret Rouge, right? Mm -hmm. And he's calling Alfred. He's like, where's Selena? We're supposed to be on a date. And uh, he's like, hey, you know, she said she needed to stop by the zoo <laughs> at night. Because she was visiting a friend. Yeah. Um, Bruce knows something's up. Of course, like the, the maitre d' has like a vaguely French accent. Yeah. <laughs> The, I know. <laughs> That's the only reason why I knew that it wasn't Alfred. Right, yeah. Yeah. I was like, how did Alfred get there? Oh, he's got a French accent. That's a maitre d'. I also like the, because uh, you were talking about it's like anachronistic in the show. Like Bruce Wayne's cell phone has an antenna, which, you know, 1992, that's probably the case. But the whole thing sure. just feels very... Like he's on a walkie-talkie. Yeah. Like calling home. <laughs> he should. It should have been some sort of Batman gadget, you know. But I, there's got to be some. <laughs> That's true. Why do you have a Batman? Could have just pulled his Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Mr. just like Wayne, like the Bat Watch. Yeah. Maybe you need some context in the series, but why is he going on a date with Selena Kyle? Uh, I mean, I know they're a romantic. Well, because actually they said that they were actually would. Uh, he calls Alfred and Alfred was like, 
I thought you were meeting her for dinner to discuss charitable opportunities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Oh, a lot of exposition. In. <laughs> well, there we go. It's questionable where her charitable contributions would come from. Mm-hmm. But this also goes to show into the next scene when he, when Bruce Wayne is like, oh, I got to figure this out myself, not as Batman. Right. And I'll run to the zoo. And there's the funny interaction between, you know, the guard saying something. He goes, do you know where she went? And then the cop's like, I'll handle this, sir. Do you know where she went? And I get it. (laughs) (laughs) But wouldn't the reaction not be like, I'll handle this, sir, and be like, Whoa, millionaire, billionaire, playboy, Bruce Wayne. Um, uh, don't worry about this, sir. I can ask these questions. You should get out. Of it. Why are you here? Are you Batman? Well, he's right. also he's like you. You can't be here. Like we're handling this, and then like they show like a close up of somebody's jeans. And then the next thing you see is he's like hiding from behind a tree and walks out and sees the tiger or whatever. Like. T- did I close my eyes yeah. and miss something? Because I watched it twice. <laughs> well, so they haven't really secured the crime scene either. He kind of <laughs> just drives on and then he's just kind of walking around. Yeah, you're right. He just kind of walks out from some bushes. Right. They're like, you need to leave. He's like, all right, I'm just going to go this way. <laughs> he's like, I'll leave, but I'm going to take the other exit. Yeah. And <laughs> as he walks over. He sees the uh, tranquilizer dart. So we have an, a little bit of, oh, yes, he's a detective. Mm-hmm. He can use clues. And that's good because it wasn't too much. And it was just enough to know that, like, something is afoot. Well, and all, the, the right. tranquilizer dart was twinkling. It was sparkling. He, he's yeah. not even being a detective. <laughs> it was like, ouch. Oh, okay. What's that? <laughs> It is funny. It does have that same twinkle, like if you're playing a video game where it's like, this is a thing you should pick up or you should look at. It has that same kind of like, bling, bling. Pay attention to me. That's so But cute. meanwhile, the Gotham City uh, Police Department completely missed it. Like they yeah. have <laughs> yeah. nothing to go off of. And they're, it's not even hidden. It's just like on the the floor. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you be a lazy police force if there was a Batman doing your job for you everywhere? <laughs> yeah, in the right. opening when he's like, I'm going to take the bank robbers, I'm going to tie them up, beat them up. And then the police get there and they're like, oh, thank God, I just have to book them, basically. <laughs> Bake them away, toys. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. The twinkle in the syringe turns into the moon, which then beams down on Selena chained up in a lap, and she's waking up from her twinkleizer sleep. I said twinkleizer. Wow. Pray for me. Twins. Uh it is it should be noted that this episode was directed by Frank Power, whose signature move is twinkly things into the moon. Oh. <laughs> I, I I'm taking you at your word. I, I believe it. Yeah. It's like I got it. It's like Tarantino's trunk shot. Well, if anyone's got a problem with my facts, they no. can use hashtag pink jeans. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to call Rob out, hashtag call Rob out. I'll have one of those leave Britney alone videos <laughs> up in no time, but about myself. But it's me. I'm the Britney in question, right? Yes, of course. Uh, leave <laughs> no go make fun of her, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, before we move on from this scene, voice acting in this is my lighting, where I'm just like so yeah. into. 
I'm just so into like the weird minutia, and it's like the security guard gets a couple of zingers in there. Yeah. He's like, the tiger was gonna eat me like sushi. I don't know. That's a terrible. <laughs> but like he's just, they're giving him a bunch of zingers, and it was like I'm just trying to get the, my kids through college. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the guy she was with was primal. He was like an ape. And then it's like what, uh, especially with like the Reagan tape that came out. It's like. Oh boy. There was a lot of questionable things all within the first four minutes of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> all coming from this one security guard. This <laughs> racist, sexist well, security guard. That's what guard. happens when you're in a, a circle of poverty and you have to take those <laughs> low level jobs. You know, you, you don't get to have the education. Anyway, this has been Coastal Elite Minute. Now, back into the episode. Uh, Selena Kyle is chained up and she meets. Tigress. But describe Tigress, because it's not like just some dude who strolls in that looks like, you know, my name's Tigress. Yeah. It's like a person that's a cat. Yeah, bipedal. He's like <laughs> Australopithecus <laughs> afarensis <laughs> as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> he also he has that kind of Batman triangle look, like his shoulders are super broad and his yeah. waist is... Really tiny. So I was like, Tigress is fucking lifting, bro. Yeah. Oh like my God. You, he, it's a cat with a six pack. I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> the, there's like a laboratory guy. Like, we are we supposed to know who he is at this point? Because like, out of context, do we know who he is? No, I had to look it up. Okay. Because I have him as the lab guy until he uses his name. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Much like a lot of things in Batman the Animated Series, he was created for the cartoon. Yeah. And I'm not sure if he actually was transitioned into the com comic books like uh, Harley Quinn. But uh, his name is Dr. Emile Dorian. Uh, he's a geneticist who experiments with combining the DNA of humans and animals, but most notably felines. So it seems like all of his information was gathered from this episode alone. So I doubt <laughs> he makes an appearance ever again. When I was doing my research, it said it was the second time he had appeared on this series. Ooh. By this time. So he had like escaped from the asylum you know what I mean? Like previously in the season, but then now his is recurrent. So apparently Batman knew who he was. And that's why he was like, you met my friend Tigress that he didn't introduce himself. So that's why I was like for so long being like, what the fuck is this guy's name? Like <laughs> lab guy is in yeah. my notes. It's not appropriate. <laughs> lab guy. Well, but and later on in the episode, we meet the uh, Kirk Franklin who was a, uh, is it Kirk Franklin? That's a musician. Anyway, the other the other doc who uh, was Man Bat. But the guy who kidnapped her, the ape guy, is also Dorian's creation. And he tells Selena that she's yeah. his next creation. So it's not looking good. Mm -hmm. But Tigress is his finest creation. <laughs> At least he's refining his skills. He's like, this cat is a snack. Ew. <laughs> so Batman does, of course, obviously the guy's name is Batman. And so from there, they have a lot of like animal hybrids. Of course, you have Penguin, of course. And then you have Killer yeah. Croc. You know, this Dr. Moreau thing kind of plays in really nicely. Oh, yeah. Uh, to it. But it is kind of weird. The more you go into it, it's like, oh, this is a bunch of animal people. 
yeah. in this uh, so true. type of character. But see, Batman is just like a person dressed up as an animal. These are straight up like hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and is it Batman that created the lure of animal-human hybrid villains? Or is that just part of this world? Part of the world. <laughs> the one doctor guy is telling Batman where to find the other guy. He he all he did was have to sniff the tranquilizer, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely Dorian. Hey, <laughs> that's like definitely yeah. Duncan. <laughs> Throwback. Well, it's Amazing how close this tropical island is to <laughs> Gotham. <laughs> I thought that was funny too because he was. I love the way this show is edited because they don't waste any time. Because the guy is like, oh, yeah. yeah, he has an island. It's like off the whatever. And like Batman's already there landing. <laughs> like, that's good. I didn't want any of that in between where he's like getting into his car and driving to the end of the. <laughs> it's like two shots and he's on the tropical yeah, island he's already I, I get it it's great because he lands on the tropical island and already we know it's a dangerous place because of lightning and like weird like cat hybrid monkeys that fly yeah but also like it establishes that this doc has zero control of all of the life that he's created <laughs> on this island yeah. so he's just focusing on his like cat boyfriend <laughs> Because he's like, everything else ran away from me. I can't leave this thing without getting killed by my animal hybrids. Okay, it's his cat's son. Okay, it's his son. All right. We all know yeah. it's his boyfriend. <laughs> Ew, isn't yeah. that such a weird cover There's up? Weird it's like, stuff. can't you just be cousins like a normal person? God. <laughs> Why did you have to create this at all? Couldn't you have just given yourself superpowers? <laughs> you walk with a cane. Why don't you actually fix your leg? <laughs> He's selfless, man. Well, I just wanted a cat boyfriend. Uh, I just want to point out when they're doing the tests on the tranquilizer to figure out all of that stuff. They're in the lab and the man bat doctor dude uh, pulls out a, 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 ter- a sad little creature <laughs> that barely fits into a tiny cage. And it's like we're supposed to feel sad, but it's like. He's keeping a creature in a one foot by one foot cage under a cloth at all times. And we wonder why it's scared to death. <laughs> yeah, he was scared. So it's just animal also, you're abuse. handing it to a giant bat. <laughs> you're not handing it to another doctor like it's used to. I, I just want to know what's happening in this lab. There's a lot of questions and very few answers. How does this serum work? As well as like... so. Is it the next scene that we meet the new Selena Kyle? That is what happens. Uh, I did want to say when he is like walking to, through the forest and he's like sees the castle or whatever. I know that's not what it's called. He <laughs> he walks straight up to it and I'm like, how is he going to get in? And he just, you know, takes his grappling hook and scales the building. Yep. Um, I just love that Batman Classic. Shit. Yeah. It's got to be in every ep. But mm-hmm. then the ape guy grabs Batman and... Dorian's like inside being like, just bring him inside. And then he crashes through the roof. He's like, all right, well, yeah, that's when we find out that his name is Garth. Was anybody surprised (laughs) that the ape guy's name is Garth? (laughs) 
Yeah, I was really taken aback by his name and the fact that it was really easy for him to sneak up and catch yes. Batman. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, isn't that a bit of a letdown when it's like, this guy has evaded the Joker countless times, and for some reason, a giant hulking ape named Gorp can <laughs> throw a net on him and just crash through the window? Yeah. They kind of never quite settle if Garth is a little badass or just a big old loser. <laughs> Dr. Emil is like, hey, guess what? I've made Selena Kyle exactly what she's always wanted to be. That's dangerous talk, Dr. Emil. You don't know. Exactly. She might have mm-hmm. been a da- ballet dancer and she just didn't have the... You know, figure for it or something. But she's like leaping in the trees like a real cat, but it's a person. It's kind of funny because they put like no expression on her face. So you don't know if she knows that she's doing that. Like, like, do you remember that you're a person or are you definitely 100% (laughs) a cat now? Well, it's like this Lion King remake. If you make it look too real, you have no idea what expression is on any of their faces. And... Yeah, Brittany, that is an amazing point. Like, we don't know if she's happy, sad, cognizant, (laughs) or anything. It goes back and forth whether she knows what's going on, has memories of being Selena Kyle or not. Because by the end of it, she still needs a third injection to have the process fully working. So, she's only partway cat-human, but she's confused and doesn't know her surroundings she's you know she may just be an unfrozen caveman lawyer but <laughs> she still has a little bit of selena in her but yeah it is kind of this thing they don't, they don't quite settle how much is she Catwoman? Yeah. how much is she cat and i think this yeah that is the murky thing but you know one more injection you lose her forever yeah she just becomes a creature we're right on the edge. Exactly. Batman like breaks the glass, <laughs> tries to set her free. Tigress is still, it's like a back and forth for a little while. And it's funny because there's this moment. I don't know if they need to fill a couple of minutes, but Dorgan's like, no, <laughs> Dorgan. <laughs> Dorian is like, okay, okay, calm down for one second. And he's like, well, okay, never mind. Actually, yeah, g- go get him. Go get him. You can fight again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop <laughs> fighting. Okay, now do it again. Uh, but then Garth, like, captures Selena and takes her to the enclosure with the shattered glass everywhere. Nobody gets cut. And <laughs> what? this is actually a really s- sweet scenario. The, the doctor's like, I'll set up a fight between Batman and Tigress. If Batman wins, he'll give Batman the antidote. That's pretty good. Right. Yeah, it's a fair deal. Why not gamble on your own science? Right. <laughs> but do, I love that Dorian gives Tigress a pep talk. <laughs> He's like, dude, you got this. Yeah. You've been training your whole life. I created you. But also I realized, did you feel like um, his head was way too tiny for his body in that one scene? Like, you know, the triangle shoulders, but the one scene I feel like they drew his head, like, way too tiny. Yeah, Yeah. that is definitely not the ultimate life form that we've been led to believe. (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of a pinhead, yeah. He still has, like, a normal cat head on top of this giant body. (laughs) Yeah, oh my god, yeah. 
when that doctor did call Tigress the ultimate life form, I did just think he had to have been like rubbing his nipples while he was saying that. And also like, ew, like, no, you're not. You're definitely not. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I know. you're just a human cat. You live on this island, you know, three like beings. You don't even know like two people, you know, yeah. so... Also, what is the ultimate life form? Strength? And you can lick yourself? I don't know. But it's like, what is their life like every day? <laughs> what I is mean, your day to day? Yeah, what do they eat for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> they go to the they go to the training room, they fucking run some trials until noon, and then they drink some milk. <laughs> I mean, it's like, he it's looks at his newspaper, he's like, Oh, there's someone named Catwoman. We should get her on our island. <laughs> she could be your girlfriend. Although I'm a little conflicted on that because I'm also in love with you, yeah. Catman. <laughs> when Batman and Tigress meet in the woods to fight, Batman immediately mm-hmm. throws like some stink bombs or whatever that disorients Tigress. <laughs> but then like the this the stuff goes away and then Tigress is like attacks Batman and I'm like, wait, that's all you brought? <laughs> I thought you were gonna have like more <laughs> stuff. <laughs> He's just been getting lazy. He's like, throw a couple of smoke bombs. They they pass out. And then you're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've only got shark repellent. <laughs> That's always worked on the bad guys back in Gotham. Just throw a couple of stink bombs. <laughs> I love that there's a shot of like, so Tigress is on top of Batman and his claws are about to get him. And it almost seems memeable, but Batman has real fear yeah. in his eyes. You can his see mouth all of is his open. Teeth. <laughs> Yeah. He was like, what? holy shit, I'm going to be killed by a cat. Yeah. Batman's going down. What fate? Yeah. But you never see him like lose his cool ever. And then here, like just that shot of him just like terrified. The stink bombs didn't I, work. I lost a little respect. <laughs> so Batman then pulls out a different weapon, mm-hmm. which is a net gun. Nets are like the way to go in this, I guess. A lot of nets. And as he nets up Tigris, he learns that Tigris can talk. And he's like, I want Selena to be my girlfriend, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I was under the impression at that point when he's, they're like, oh, you could talk, you could talk, you could talk. I was like, wait, he wasn't talking earlier? I thought he, for some reason, I I had forgotten that he hadn't actually said anything before this moment. He said said a lot without having to say anything at all. Mm -hmm. He really does talk with his eyes. So we realize he can talk, but meanwhile, Selena is like jumping in the trees back at the castle and they're about to shoot her with the final dose, I guess. Which is not what they talked about. It's a gun, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. with a shotgun. But she's like, look, let's be humane (laughs) about this. I'll just let you shoot me. And they're like, okay, okay, come here. And she just ran out the window. And she just starts smelling stuff. She's running around the forest, (laughs) smelling things, hopping around, being like, I'm free. Like It's just like an actual cat, right? Yeah, and then apparently this island is also where they shot Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> if I was going to ask you what needs to happen on a rope bridge fight, I think that all of us would give a different answer, and all of those answers would be in this Batman episode. Because they did every single thing. 
It goes sideways. Planks fall off. The, mm-hmm. the rope starts to break. They have a close-up of, like, the, the rope, like, going down to its last twine before it snaps. Yeah, it's, oh. it's literally hanging oh, by a thread. And it snaps. <laughs> but yeah. I love that when they, like, they, 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 obviously they fall. And then they're falling and falling. And then it fades out and it fades back in and they're still falling. <laughs> they just been falling for a long time. Like, the whole time you're watching commercials. But I was thinking... Why is Tigress even scared at all? Because he's screaming like everybody else. Cats always land on their feet. Like, is that not like the ultimate? Wow. Meow. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Also, Batman's cape allows him to glide. All right. Just use his Uh. cape. Uh, Another VO note. Tigress in this. Oh, man. I was just imagining a grown man in the booth going like, And then like the, all right, so now you're falling down a deep ravine. Okay, let's uh, let's go around the horn. We got to all give our tigress impressions. Um, I'll start. Uh, is this my, okay. Uh, can I get a little motivation, please? All right, so you're 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 rocking the bridge. And this, the uh, Batman is trying to take your true mate. So you would rather kill the both of you. Uh, than to let okay. him get away and be with Selena. So you're leaping towards Batman to take the both of you to possible death. And I'm a giant eight foot cat human. That's correct? correct. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, you're Rob Schulte, cat. Ta- uh, <clears throat> all right. Rag. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Yeah. I think we got that one in the can. We got the part. You'll let me know. Oh, wow. Thank you. Um, I'm SAG. So if that does anything. From those two lines, we could pretty much get everything we need for this episode. So great. Thank you. Uh, Brittany, uh, I'm sorry. Actually, you know, we got to do some pickups. Yeah. I'm and ready. Rob isn't available. Do you mind giving us. Uh... Ooh. That had a little bit more kind of feline to it. Yeah. Like a... Well, I don't have like the man voice, so. <laughs> Hold on. I'll do it in a man voice. Oh, I didn't realize the character was male. <laughs> Not better? <laughs> yeah, you got it now. I'm sorry. You got it now. Rob. Rob. I'm back in. Um, I was wondering if you needed me to do any pickups or. Well, we were going to see if Graham was going to try it out. Oh, it is your oh. creation. You probably should. You probably well, should. I thought I already did. You didn't try out for the part. You just gave an example. So I'm on the bridge. I'm going to just push play on my end so I could really. This is me falling down. <laughs> this is me falling down the ravine. <laughs> All right. So it dips to black. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to actually remove myself yes. from the running. I, get- I don't think that my part's needed. No. Oh, yeah. So anyone could just take this audio and sync it up with the episode. <laughs> You'll really, really feel it. Yeah. Oh, actually, that'll be something we can do for sure. <laughs> so this might be my favorite moment in the entire episode. I watched it three times. Oh, please share. Selena has a heart to heart with Tigress being like, look, I'm not going to be with you like that. (laughs) And he runs away crying. (laughs) 
<laughs> he runs away going like, ah, <laughs> 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 He literally runs away crying. I couldn't have asked for more than yeah, that. Yeah, he does. This was like for me. She says, search your feelings. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, that's what I'm doing in my therapy. Yes. Like, <laughs> like search your feelings. I'm like, I wish I took that in when I was like 10 or 12 years old and being like, oh, yeah. I should search, search, my, search my feelings. feelings. Well, he also learns that like partners are not prizes. She's like, I cannot be one. You mm-hmm. have to search your feelings that your dad sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and he's really coming to terms with uh, the fact that, you know, parents lie. They're not perfect. Um, kind of a running theme for every sitcom we watch as well. Mm-hmm. But the dad, get this, <laughs> is mad a we're at calling Tigress. I'm sorry, that's so funny to me. He's mad at him. This whole time we've been calling him like Dr. Ellis or whatever his name is. And then all of a sudden, now that he's mad at his son, we're like the dad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know how it works. He's also might be his lover. We're not sure. We don't know. A lot of things happen on a castle on an island. Yeah, so true. Tigris has come to his senses. Batman shows up and he wants to... uh, he wants the antigen from the dock. He's like, hasn't this madness gone on long enough? He's like, it's crimes against nature. That is so true. But we just can't miss this line that was so precious. When the dad is like, why didn't you kill Batman? Tigress is like, look, dad, he's not food and he's not my enemy. I, It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I only kill food and enemies. Well, it's also he's twenty. He's twenty years old. So this is like him. Like I'm striking on my own dad. Yeah, twenty. Also, yeah. Did did he create him as a twenty year old, <laughs> or has he been raising this thing for twenty years? I think so. That's what I'm. He's like it's been twenty years of training. That's too much. Yeah, I guess you're right. So he like started as a little a little cat person. <laughs> And then grew He's just up. getting his paws wet. Was anybody <laughs> yeah. horrified when, like, I get Batman's not trying to kill anybody, but he definitely broke Garth's neck when he flung him across the room. He, like, <laughs> snapped. He fell face down. His body was behind his head. It's like in Batman Returns when he attaches that bomb to one of the guys and then drops him down a hole. It's like, well, no, Batman, you didn't kill him, yeah. but the bomb you attached to him killed him. Yeah, so true. Does anybody even know how to describe what happens next? Because it's so much back and forth between every character that's conscious. Mm-hmm. Like, Garth is out of the picture. He's... <laughs> Unconscious, but <laughs> possibly paralyzed <laughs> for life. Um. So it's like Doctor Dorian is pointing a gun at Catwoman, and this is the one time where she could have done something really cool because she is Catwoman. <laughs> that is so true, and she has like superpowers. Like she's extra Catwoman, so she could have done some cool stuff. But instead, she was like, "Oh, Batman!" And then instead, Tyrus basically like rips the shotgun out of the doctor's hand and throws it through yet another window. I count there's three glasses, glass windows breaking in this episode. That's and this is the last one. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a Put lot. Put it on the big tally board. That. Um, I think that makes 1,700 total for our podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tigress ends up 
blowing up the whole damn place. Like, where did where yeah, did all those explosives yeah. come from? Was that explained? All the chemicals getting getting struck by lightning and things like that. It said on the box, like explosives. One is just like, it's literal. It looks like a cardboard box. (laughs) I'm just going through frame by frame that explodes upon impact. (laughs) Like, it's just like, (laughs) there's no, there's not, it's just, it's just like a rectangle that blows up when he throws it across the room. No wonder we're afraid to do anything. Like, you know, that box can no blow shit. up. Watch out. <laughs> and Batman and Catwoman drag the ape Garth yeah. out of the exploding castle. And apparently she's got all of her memories back. Yeah. Well, an explosion will do that to you. <laughs> but it's assumed that Tigris and the Euphrates dad yeah. are dead as well. But no. Until. Through the rubble, you see Tigris carrying out. Dorgan's body. He's still doing the right thing. So he has a conscience too. Gotta save his dad. But he's sad. Did anybody mm-hmm. notice like at yeah. very at this point, Tigris has a robot voice? <laughs> Whoa. That wasn't the case earlier. So like a very monotonic? No, way, no. It or? had like some something behind it that he was like talking through one of those voice things. <laughs> was like, oh, right. right. I see you're right distorting. Thing. Yeah. He's actually the killer from Scream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tigress is like, will you get my father the help he needs? And Batman's like, yeah, we'll get him the help he needs. Don't worry, we're going to take him to Arkham and just really lay into yeah. him. Yeah. Selena's like, hey, Tigress, we want you to come with us. There's nothing for you here on this island. And Tigress spins around and he says, there's nothing for me anywhere. And I was really taken aback. If I wasn't already sitting, I'd be plopping on the couch. Well, I'm like, yeah, I was like, dude, that's so true. I'm like, where the fuck is the cat person supposed to live? <laughs> like, there's yeah. literally nowhere. He's like, this is an island designed for cat people. Actually, this is the perfect place for me. I'll be king of the cats. As he walks away, Batman recites a poem. Graham, would you do us the honor? I should probably just do the stanza. Yeah, Let's see. Yeah. So this is The Tiger by William Blake. Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night. What immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? Oh, my God. Symmetry. Oh, symmetry. Oh, symmetry. Wow. Wow. And that's the end of... Uh, yeah, that's the end that of it. Was a, that was kind of sad. You're like, oh my God, where's he going to go without his dad? This is where his journey truly begins. I did find Tigris Returns in the Batman Adventures number 21. He reappears in Gotham Whoa. after Emil Dorian escapes from Arkham. He once again joins up with Dorian when he recruits Manbat and Anthony Romulus in a plot to capture Catwoman due to being duped. Can they leave her alone? Yeah, they're obsessed yeah, with Yeah, Jesus. But I think you guys will appreciate this last postscript. This is it's one sentence. That's all you know. And then it says, Manbat, Tigris, Dorian, and Romulus are all apparently killed in an explosion at the end. <laughs> Fuck no. you guys. It's like the, the same writer is like, uh, I don't know, throw some more boxes that explode yeah. and <laughs> just wrap it up. Well, and you, you know, going back so, to yeah. that scene, though, what, did Batman, the animated series... 
affect the way that you thought explosions worked because I thought it was like an explosion was like super like tiny within itself and you can be like 10 feet away and like cover your face and like you got a little <laughs> dust but then you keep running right that's what they do yeah well Tigris is like walking through fires with Dorian <laughs> and he's like he is the superior being. We all know this. We learned it from the episode. Did you both enjoy this episode? Because, Graham, Brittany and I tend to choose, you know, very obscure episodes of television shows. But you chose this one and you chose it for similar reasons. But did it live up to those expectations and did it keep the level of joy that Batman the Animated Series had brought to you? Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it was kind of fun, but I, I was kind of surprised at how sloppy some of it was. Maybe like a classic episode, I'm, I would be like, oh, hey, this really stands up. But going back, I'm like, oh, this is definitely for kids. Like, uh, they're yeah. doing some interesting, smart stuff for kids, but at the same time, you got to just be a little kid to really not be like, wait, why are, why are you doing that? <laughs> But, I mean, I, we didn't really talk about it, but I feel like maybe this episode made a lot of people furries. Cause Interesting. Ooh. Catwoman. She had boobs. She's a very sexual. Yeah, she has boobs. And uh, they're out there. Yeah. And it was remind me of, like, the Cats trailer that just dropped, like, not too long ago, where it's, like, a very sexual human animal creature. Yeah. It makes me. It makes me actually want to go back and watch, like, maybe, like, one of the higher rated ones. Like, hey, if you're going to watch... You know, the top 10 episodes of Batman just be like, okay, where is this actually net out? Because this one is just a it's not bad, but, you know, it's a weird it's a weird uh, tangential episode. I thought it was fun. And you're right. It was like not the typical Gotham storyline that like we all know and love. It was just like it It really did keep me on my toes because I was just like, what is going to happen? This is just weird. <laughs> Start to finish. And the cat running away crying is just like, wow, you really <laughs> took me somewhere I never expected to go. But I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you made that weird yeah. left turn. Rob, how do you feel about it? I really enjoyed watching Batman the Animated Series because, like I said earlier, it was a show that I always enjoyed watching as a kid, but I was never watching it religiously. I don't know why. I just never did. Watching this episode, it probably made me remember why I didn't watch it as much because at the same time I was reading X-Men comic books that were Mm -hmm. way more in-depth and hard to keep track of. But... I really enjoyed watching this this time because of its positives and negatives. I mean, sexy cat people is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Villains that have no reason to make these things. Like, we have, there is no reason for any of this to happen. We are given no story of like why this guy is doing this whatsoever. And I love that as well. I mean, the movie, it it starts off with a papyrus font. I know that there's not much thought going into this one, and I love it. They just got to shoehorn another weird episode in there. Yeah, I mean, for whatever reason, they had to have 24 episodes of this (laughs) for, what, nine seasons? Right. Like, that's unheard of. Don't kids' shows only have, like, two seasons and then they're done because they know they can just play those on repeat forever? (laughs) This had so many seasons. It was good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, good for them. Good for you, man. Well, this has been another episode of the TV show show. It really has. And Graham, I'm so happy that you joined us. 
Yeah, thanks for having me and going down this weird, <laughs> weird rabbit hole. Hey, the Batmanville. It was like more of a cat hole, but um, I'm so sorry that's oh. disgusting for some reason. But <laughs> Graham, just to clarify, and listeners, just to um. You know, a peek behind the curtain. I told Rob we should have a guest for our final, you know, our season finale. Like, like it just be like a tradition. And a couple of days later, Rob wrote me. He's like, "So when should we tell Graham?" Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm very available. So I guess like guest is code word for Graham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that we know you're available. It's that we should probably ask you since we know you're who we're going to ask. Oh, that's sweet. That's true. Maybe we should post the formal invitation that you made and sent to Graham to invite him to be a part of this episode. (laughs) Yeah, I think we probably should. That's what convinced me. Papyrus font. Mm -hmm. And Graham, I expect you to print that out and frame it. So, oh, yeah. uh, You know, next time I'm over there, don't make me cry. Under the arbor. Oh, Brittany, we need people to leave us a rating and review. If they liked season two, they can go on to their podcatcher choice and let other people know that they liked season two. And guess what? They can also let them know if they like season one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, do that, guys. Hey, just as an an objective third party, just do it. Yeah, we should really take that tagline. Just do it. Join our Patreon. Just do it, TM. (laughs) <laughs> and please visit our patreon page it's patreon.com slash pink jeans you can help us make more podcasts because Brittany and i have other things we want to make but graham why don't you graham? plug some stuff that you've got in the works yeah, what are you doing well i mean probably the the biggest thing is uh the production company i, I work for and I'm, I'm a co-producer on it uh we're releasing where's my roy cone uh, Sony Pictures Classics is releasing it. Uh, it'll be L.A., New York, the 20th of September, and then rolling out weekly across the country. Uh, it's about Roy Cohn. He was the lawyer for Joe McCarthy uh, in the 1950s during the the Red Scare. And most notoriously recently, he was Donald Trump's lawyer in the 70s and 80s. So, you know, it's a light comedy. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, if, uh, but you know, it's a it's an independent film, so and it's a documentary, so you know, if you if you're feeling like you want to learn something new and like get a, get a little context to our our current situation about you know gaslighting and media manipulation and all of that, it's not new. So Roy Cohn was kind of the progenitor of that. Interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting, and I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you guys. Thanks. I'm proud of you guys. Uh, hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and listeners, I'm proud of you, too. Thanks for yeah. tuning in and really sticking it out with us because, you know, it's been a journey. Well, and I'm also proud of Jeremy Siegel for writing our theme music. We've used <laughs> it all through season two, and it's been great. Yeah, good good, good work, Jeremy. Is it playing right now? Sounds good. Hmm. Oh, I'm snapping. I got toe oh, tapping. Yeah. I'm feeling. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, stay tuned to everything Pink Jeans, everyone. Use them hashtags. You can go to pinkjeansproductions.com to find out where we're at next. But you're probably already subscribed to Pumpkin Spice Podcast. We'll see you over there. And uh, we'll have more bonus episodes. Well, all the time. Mm-hmm.
Thanks, Graham. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Graham. Thanks, Graham. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.